This is a new frontier for us. It is. In a world where laughter was king on the edge of space. Ludicrous speed! Go! We get together, have a few laughs. Masters of the universe! It is absolutely a new frontier. Um, but this is kind of cool because, like, I'm sitting in front of my. You see, before I was just sort of lying on the ground, kind of casually, half-assing it like I normally do. Right now, I'm sitting upright in my lumbar-supported chair. Very nice. And I got my my uh, I got my laptop here, and to the right of it, I have a gargantuan monitor. Very nice. That you've seen it, yes. I think. And so, like, I'm just looking at that now, and I have lots of room for. I can maneuver a lot of windows. Maneuvering is good. Eleanor. Maneuver. I'm, I'm only familiar with one maneuver, and it's German. That's the Heimlich, and I'm not even <laughs> good Heimlich. at it. I thought you could say the Blitzkrieg maneuver. The Blitzkrieg. <laughs> Blitzkrieg. We will hit the with the Blitzkrieg. I'm, I, you know what movie I was, this is a movie podcast. It was a movie I was actually re-watching uh, because of a podcast that I listened to, and I've I've talked about before, the Knockback podcast. It's a really good podcast. Um they were doing a whole episode dedicated to see like we we do episodes and we we like to cram in as many movies as humanly possible. We do. We do that. We we give we just sort of give a high high level we we just kind of dust across, you know, sprinkle a little bit of nugget. We're just uh, crop dusting. We, we try to talk doing. about each movie and give it respect and love. We yeah. are. We're just shotgun blasting movies cuz you know, like Speed that's how we roll. It. We just we can't just focus on one movie yeah there's one so movie many movies. feels kind of lazy we just did one at a frame. time <laughs> but i mean if you if you're into that sort of kind of verbose uh type of recording where you're just getting loads and loads and loads of information about just one single that movie true. it's actually pretty nice but anyways my point is they were talking about inglorious bastards and uh i had not seen that movie in probably 10 years and uh of course it's um quentin tarantino's um Rewriting of the Nazi uh, demise, I guess you'd say. But it takes place in France, occupied by Germans. There are a lot of Germans. So there's a lot of Germans. Yes. And a lot of German the talk. There's a lot of term, German talk. And they talk about Blitzkrieg. The Germans. <laughs> I love the Germans. The, 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 I don't know if we get a lot of listeners in They're Germany, a bunch actually, of Vietnam, so I don't know right? if I'd love we the Germans, actually. Huge, huge following. <laughs> in, uh, in Probably. A lot of former Nazis fled Germany Hope, uh, to Vietnam. So I, I don't know. I'm hoping that a lot of... I don't know if that's true necessarily. That sound sounds like a genuine fact. But I I do hope that none of those... We don't cater specifically to Nazis. That's not what we're about. We don't. No. No, we do not. We we don't we don't have a lot of... Um, we don't, we no, don't review not, a lot of Nazi propaganda that. movies. We're not big on that. Typically? No. <laughs> Occasionally they might. We stay away. We stay away from the Reich a lot. We don't. It's, it's, we kind of. I mean, sometimes we kind of tiptoe around the Reich, we, but it's not front and center. We do. As as a rule of thumb, we do. Yeah. We we usually yeah. we usually veer just left a, on the Reich. A hard. Just a hard pass on the Reich. <laughs> yeah. 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 
because you know few. they there they had some things wrong, some some <laughs> ideological differences, <laughs> some diversions in uh, in uh, just how we observe things. But you know the Germans weren't all bad. The Germans, the Germans gave us Volkswagen, right? Wiener yes. Schnitzel, I think. The Germans. The Germans. <laughs> The 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 uh, yes. Bex beer, <laughs> Oktoberfest. I think is uh, oh, this is pretty... they're big on that one. Uh, that is, that's I think that, you're wrong. Actually, I don't think that's German. It's the Swedes. I think that's yeah. I think that's Ireland. Yeah, yeah, the Swedes. I would stake my reputation that that is not inexpensive furniture, meatball, and Oktoberfest. We can attribute to the Swedes. It's it is. The it's Swedes Canadian. are just the Canadians of <laughs> the of Europe. They're Canadian. They're the Canadians of Europe. Of yeah, Europe. absolutely. Let's let's tread lightly, though. We I last name Peterson. I come from Sweden, so it's my it's my people. It's my people. They love. <laughs> they love from it. Sweden. Yeah, absolutely. We. Oh man, so many fan letters. So many. I can't. That's, I just have to throw most of them out. That's probably mostly because of the profanity. If, if you if you get any with white powder, <laughs> don't. Uh, don't touch it, because uh, no. Oh, I wasn't supposed to snort no. that. That wasn't Swedish no, cocaine. Oh no! It's a. Uh, oh no! It's actually borax. <laughs> they they want you to think it's anthrax, but it's just borax. It's cleaning. It's just used for cleaning. They want to seem. They just want to seem kind borax. of. <laughs> yes. They, what is they that like seem, boring you know, anthrax? They want to seem hard. They want to have that edge, but uh, but they but they just don't. They're too nice. The mm. Swedes are too nice. That's what makes them the Canadians of your They are. They're very nice. They're very nice. Oh, my gosh. All right. Yes. Mr. Peterson. Mr. Avis. This, this is our... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come clean with our listeners. Um, we are doing something a bit different for today. In the nude. Uh, we are recording... Uh, what? The Cinemasters. For the first time in... F- we are we're, we're not actually sitting side by yes, side right now. But not physically. Yes. Spiritually, we're always side by side, but in, in, in the, our, our physical being, in the plane of existence, or our we actual physical being, we are not side by side. We are recording this... Um, remote location. Remote. When the... Um, so there's this little thing going on right now. It's, it's affecting a few people um, here and there. It's it's sort of affected our recording schedule. And if, and in fact, we, we're just not... We're not... We're, we, we can't record and be within six feet of them. We're not supposed to be together. We are. We are supposed to be social distancing. We are podcast distancing. It's the AIDS epidemic. AIDS is a, is a big thing. Yeah. Um, and people just aren't talking about it. <laughs> so we're bringing <laughs> that the, to the forefront. Yeah. It's, it's all, it's all bad. AIDS, you know, the coronavirus, uh, yeah. suicide. We just, we're trying to take the negatives in life and turn them into positives. Look at Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. Don't look at Jonathan Brandis. And then, I mean, like, yes, yes. <laughs> One is alive and, and doing his name very is well. magic. We miss you, Jonathan. Come back to us. We do yes, miss you. Do. I miss Sequest. We we could never uh, have another no. Sequest because they would never no. dare you, reboot that to that property Jonathan without Brandis. Jonathan Brandis. I mean, we recast things from time to time, but I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole. Oh no, I would never. I would never dream of trying to recast Jonathan Brandis. His 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 bill in the 1990 miniseries of it. Oh my god! If wow, it's the chef's. If kiss. we were, if we, if you ever challenged me to recast either the movie Sidekicks 
or Never Ending Story Part Two, I would I would literally slap you in the face. <laughs> you would you would spit I in would. my face. I mean that that is a greater insult yeah. than even Aladdin. I would watch Aladdin before I would recast anything with Jonathan Brandis. <laughs> I don't think yes. they're ever going to do that. So <laughs> I feel pretty safe. Because who would you get to replace Chuck Norris as well? I mean, come on. It's Chuck freaking Norris. Our first episode featured a hilarious Chuck Norris anecdote. Truck Masters 2. That was, uh, we introduced the world to Truck Truck Masters 2. We went straight to the sequel. (laughs) We didn't even start with original. We did. We did. Hasn't, we we Leonard part six to that thing. We were on fire. (laughs) We were literally on fire. Yeah, we were. We were. We always have been. We were ahead of our time. We were literally ahead of our time. Um, so if you if you if you didn't notice, great. If you did notice, because you like to check out the uh, podcast on the YouTube's, we are sorry. We're we're uh, we're not set up right now to. Do, YouTube is uh, infected. The video and we can't so we the, can't go on there. It we're is. It's got the YouTube. Rona, unfortunately. Thankfully, YouTube's you know only 15, 20 years old tops. So yes. it's probably going to pull through just fine. Uh, but we, it is it is quarantined at the moment. It is canceled until further notice, just like... Everything in the world. Life is canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our first episode since things got really... Yeah, things went kind of nuts in the last month. I think we should. We should address this, honestly. Like We, we, like, to, uh, we like to have a little bit of fun... We like to engage in some, have some shenanigans. We we goof around. We goof around yes. a bit. Yeah, and we're, we'll and we're still going to do that in this episode. I think we, I think uh, yes. we have a who played it better is going to be the uh, episode we're we're doing this uh, whatever. We're episode beyond we are. Bond. We're beyond Bond now, so I don't. <laughs> no, whenever that's if, even going to come out, the last Bond movies. Because <laughs> I don't I don't even know when they're going to start making new movies. I don't know when people are going to be like. I think they're going to cryogenically freeze every one of us, and they'll just... Everything's just going to be CGI'd now. That's just how we're yeah, going to do it. Pretty much. Yeah, because we're not allowed to go out. The actors can't get within 27 feet of one another. It would be really great if they, if like, are like, all right, here's what we're going to do. Um, let's get everybody from the movie, and you, uh, everybody, does everybody have a webcam? You guys just, we're going to film this and just try and make <laughs> your houses look as similar to the setting as we... Uh, just just put yeah. Put just do your best. Up, or like, can you can you can you paint things? Can you make uh? Can you make your house look like Nazi Germany? Just do that. You could probably do that. I mean, well, because with Zoom, you yeah, can kind of make a little there. custom background of yourself. Uh, so you know, you you know who's really super happy and kind of frankly probably saying like, I told you so. In this thirty full time, it's George Lucas. <laughs> the green screen bastard. He was like, yeah. I told you guys everything's going to be recorded on a green screen. Got, screen CGI and pair. I got a whole bunch so. of them. I got a whole orchard full of CGI pairs at this point. That's George Lucas. He he just, he's like, you can have your practical effects and shove them. I got, like, I can continue to make movies. No, nobody does. Although that's, nobody wants him to make movies. That's a bit of a catch 22. <laughs> Nobody's asking George Logan. But they might now, though. They George, might. George, we need you. They're going to come uh, crawling back to it. It's like, oh, we, we need you to make this movie on Zoom background. Can you make it happen? He's like, I can do it for $152 billion. Seems awfully steep, George, but we've got no <laughs> other options. Please, no Jar Jar Binks. That's all we ask. I, I, I make nope, nope, no guarantees. 
<laughs> can't really do a good George Lucas. No, I think it was a great George Lucas. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's passable. You know who you knew who it was. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but, I yeah, could hear the beard. But you know, but but before we get into George Lucas was in this room just now. He's gone. Oh my goodness. He's in the bathroom. Yeah. Is he at least six feet away? It? You were speaking. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, George. He's a he's a bit of a close talker. George. Actually. Oh gosh, by the way. In case you didn't know from that sip. I'm one of your co-hosts. I'm the host on the left, in your left ear, Ron Avis, and I drink. And I am your host to the north, Adam Peterson, and I know things. Fantastically done. We did that live via satellite. (laughs) Live via iPhone. Yeah, that's bouncing off satellites. There's satellites out there in space and pretty. That's oh what they, there there are lots of satellites me. involved. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah, you're right, right. I, I, you know, I'm getting I'm getting my information into my ear, and I'm also uh, possibly getting some cancer too. But See? worth it. Satellites, worth it. Also, a Dave Matthews Band song. Satellite. That's the, that's the kind of, <laughs> I don't know any. of additional content that you get from us. We've got that. That's right. We've got that we, hardcore movie knowledge. We've also got that sensitive soft rock. Edge to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just how we roll. We roll a lot of different ways. We roll. We roll any way you can think of. We like to roll that every way. which Sometimes way. Sometimes we loose. like to roll on a scooter. Sometimes we like to roll on a bus. Sometimes we just like to roll on foot. Yeah, and figure that one out. Roll down a hill. But I, I felt I felt it behooves us to go ahead and just open up the uh, the conversation to like, whoa, what what's going on? Yeah, what man? what how, the hell happened? Is, yeah, life just sort of went. Like totally isolated. Yeah, you know where nobody's allowed to touch, be near each other at all. Hard left. And we took a hard left out of the gate on that one. A severe hard left, and everybody's just sort of in their own like little bubble now. And that's you know everybody's saying that's what you got to do, and we got to do our part. We got to flatten that curve and all that, all this scientific stuff. Uh, but the movie industry, it got knocked on its ass. Oh, absolutely. I mean, just, oh it's lord, a whole new ball game. Uh, the, what we did not pick the best time in the world to launch our new website. No, no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here you are, uh, like Adam. Adam, we got to get you. We got to get you a nice little place to where you can go and and write about movies. And you know, and you and you, we 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 did it. You guys can check us out, cinemastersoftheuniverse.com, uh, just like the podcast with a dot com on the end. And uh, you 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 had gone to. Couple of the, really the last couple of movies that were released in theaters. You 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 saw yeah, the Invisible Man. I did, and uh, and and wrote a review on it. And you know you that I mean that really was one of the last movies to come out. I'm just uh, pull, I'm pulling up here as as we're talking just because I'm kind of curious what I, I think that I mean no, nothing's coming yeah. out. The movie theaters are closed. They're done. They're done. And now like everybody's scrambling. Like what's the what's the new future of how movies are going to be really like every, everything with a release date of you know march to you know what august has been pushed yeah to uh you know gosh well like every day it seems like every day like a movie gets pushed like i mean the ones that hurt bad are like ghostbusters yeah. afterlife pushed to 2021 that was uh, like bond of course got pushed yep. to november um, free guy got pushed to December. Free guy, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, everything's getting pushed to. So I was like, it, it's almost like November through February, or November, maybe just the months of November, December, just like the new summer block, like season. But the nuts, the thing that's crazy is like they also release blockbuster movies 
in November and December. Yeah. So I was like, what What are you going to do with all these movies? It's not going to be normal. People, like studios are going to lose a lot of money. And so you're already starting to see people scramble, you know, with, with uh, who, who was a Universal, I guess, was like the, the first big... Uh, they, yeah, uh, studio to, the push to push offer. for stuff to uh, home streaming and and uh, be able to rent some of the uh, the new to theater movies. Yeah, and then you got Disney with Onward. Yep. I mean, Onward <clears throat> Onward's movie like theatrical run was pretty much done. Yeah, that one got like a it, week. It, it disappointed a little bit, even when it you know before all the the craziness really took like took root. Uh, it wasn't doing fantastically, but. You know, you it it's not like as it was going to dominate for weeks to come. It was already kind of pretty much done, but I mean, they they made the decision like, hey, pff, you know what, video on demand. Now, and now today we're dating we're dating this a bit. Today it was released on Disney Plus. Yes. If you have that streaming service, like you can actually watch Onward on Disney Plus, which is insane because it just came out in theaters. It was released uh, March sixth in theaters. Right, <laughs> we're living Less in a, a crazy month. crazy world. Uh, Trolls, which was going to be released in theaters, um, next, I want to say like Friday. mid-April. It was, next Friday. Yeah. It's coming out. It, it's day and date with, with, well, it's not coming out in any theaters, but it's, it means they're just going to, they're just going to put it out there on VOD. Yep. They're just like, screw it. We're not going to, we're not going to push Trolls too. I, that's going to, that's going to be the one I think that they really, I mean, there's a, there's a couple of them out there. I mean, they moved Invisible Man and yeah. they pushed that, the Hunt movie. Which I, even the trailers like the most talked about movie this year, and I was like, we have a podcast that's dedicated to movies, and we've literally yeah. never talked about this movie. So for this to be the- well, it was going to be one of the movies I was looking forward. Yeah, to. Yeah, I was going to go in see the it. last episode we did of that, but I changed my mind because you had t- you had given me that information. I'm like, oh well, that's that got pushed or canceled anyway. So I thought it looked really interesting, and uh, I was like, well, they're not even going to release it in theaters, but. You know, here here we are. Yeah. It's it's you know out there, and I think Trolls is gonna kill. Like it's gonna it's gonna kill. It's gonna be that it's because it's the first movie that's a theatrical movie that's just come straight out of VOD, yep. and it's a family movie. Yep. It's gonna murder. Like in ten years, people are gonna look at the receipts of Trolls, and they're gonna look at how much money it earned, and they're just gonna be like, "Wow, wow how how come Trolls is like the, in the top five all time?" <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll be one of the things that I'm really interested to see how it does because it's. When you rent, it's going to be twenty dollars a rent, and you're going to have it yeah. for forty eight hours. I, I'm right. very curious. I'm telling you right now, we're doing it. My family is. I'm I, I, I'm pr- I'm pretty much planning to do it with the boys. I, initially, I was you know when things when because this was one of the ones they were talking about early on. Because I, I mean I remember it was March fourth. Yeah. It was the Wednesday the, of the the week that Onward was released. That Wednesday. Um, was when I I was reading that James Bond got pushed. And I was like, you know, the whole mm-hmm. Corona thing, that was a thing that people were talking about. It was in the news and it was... Yeah, and you were like, like shocked. They're like, moving. Wow. I mean, they're moving a movie because of it now. I'm like, because yeah. it, was, it was when I was like, you know, it was well on the radars. Everybody was talking about it. And I think that right. was the thing. It was like, we, ju- we just went from like, life was kind of, life was normal. Like we, everybody was going about their business, and like the news was talking about, hey, there's yeah. this virus. I mean, because you know we've we had we've had the bird flu, the swine flu, SARS. I mean, we've had things like this right. run through society. Right, right. We've had some things like and, this before. Yeah, we've had other coronavirus. And so it was just the idea that's like, oh wait, wait, wait. All of a sudden, we got we got people. Some people are getting sick over in China and Europe, and all of a sudden, we're going to start pushing right. movies out. You know, to the other end of the calendar. Yeah. Like, what on earth is going on here? And then you turn around. 
And a week and a half later, and Universal saying, "All right, we're going to release Trolls on home video release when it when it was supposed to come out in theaters." And then the, a week after that, all the theaters are shut down. You're like, "What the hell just happened here?" It was like two. That happened so fast, yeah. Well, it, it happened. I mean, it was it's insane how quickly it happened. I, I I'll never forget it for as long as I live. Like the first thing I remember happening that was significant to me in my in my day to day life. I mean, and it's not like I'm a huge fan of the NBA, but they, yeah. they can't they postponed the NBA season, and then it seemed like minutes later the NHL yep. season was canceled, or just like for it, like just canceled. Then they were like, "Well, we're not going to have because it's like March Madness. Like, okay, we're not going to do conference tournaments game, we're, we're, or or they were going to do it, but they were going to do it with yeah. no fans. And then they were like, okay, we're canceling conference tournaments games, and now we're going to do the NCAA tournament with no fans. Okay, within like a 24 hours, I was like, okay, we're canceling the NCAA tournament. It's like, it was yeah. like domino effect. Everything was getting canceled. And of course, like movie theaters and everything, like they're, they're canceling. They didn't even cancel, like close movie theaters at first, too. They were like, I think, trying to make it so that they were limiting yeah. ticket sales so that you could, you would have the option to social distance and not sit right next to someone. But even that didn't last within a week. Like they were just like, nah, they're closing up. We're done. Oh, one of the one of the, the last places I actually went to for a non essential purchase um, was a few weeks ago. I ran over to a GameStop, and um, I wasn't even for a game. It was uh, some oddly enough Deadpool merchandise. Shocking. <clears throat> but like, I come up to the door, yeah. and the manager's there, kind of at the door, and he's like, you know, he's the, you know, he's he's the bouncer. And like he lets me in, but like literally there were he like because it was just me, and I was the. Uh, you had to have a hot chick with you to get the game. Like, if that had been the case, first off, that would have been really interesting yeah. for a uh, GameStop. Like, no, no, you have to have a really attractive ladies. Like, well, then no one's coming in here because, sir, this is a GameStop. Then no one's coming, right? Yes, How about a, a lady? lady? That would be a, a substantial <laughs> enough achievement for people coming into the GameStop. Um, but I, it's still asking like, a little you're bit. Still pushing, bud. Okay, I was like, that's probably <laughs> going to cost me extra if I got to have a lady to come in here with me. Um, yeah, but like he yeah. lets me in and then shuts the door, and then like I mean, because oh I was that's the tenth person in the store, and he wasn't letting anybody else in. He was telling people, he was like, "You're gonna have wow. to wait till somebody leaves," and I'm just like, "What in the world is going on here?" I was like, "It was yeah. just nuts." I I too have a I too have a GameStop related story. Um, Animal Crossing came out. Uh, last Friday, I think it was, and I wanted to get it for uh, Logan because, you know, I was trying to, uh, I hope I don't embarrass him, nobody really knows him, he's listening to this podcast probably, but, uh, you know, we were trying to get him, motivate him to uh, tie his shoes, like yeah. learn how to tie his shoes, like tie your laces and not, you know, kind of. Not just shove your foot in, you, you know, know. He's, 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 yeah, like, and like Velcro it up. Um, so we were like, okay, if you learn to tie your shoes, we'll buy you Animal Crossing. And uh, that motivated nice. him. He did it. Well done. So I was like, okay, cool. So I, I was out buying groceries for mom. I didn't want to go in. And I didn't want to go in as many stores as I could. So like, how can I limit contact? So I called GameStop. I was like, are you guys even open? Like, what's your deal? And he's like, no, the doors are closed, but you can order you can order merchandise online. And when it's ready, we'll call you. We'll, we'll just we'll just open the door and hand it's it like to you. It's like the shadiest thing ever. So, it's like, can I get some heroin to go with my video games? So, like, I got Animal Crossing and, like, an ounce yeah. of weed, and, like, they sent me on my way. But, no, seriously, like, I, so, like, I bought the game and, like, waited, waited, waited. 
uh, it's like, damn, it's taking a long time. So like I went to the grocery, came back and like, I got the email saying like, okay, your purchase is ready. Cause like it went through yeah. their systems, you know? And, uh, sure enough, like, uh, there's like nobody in the parking lot. I walk up to the door, the, like the shutters are down. Like, you know, like when you like the, the, the safety yes. thing, the security thing's down. You can't even see through the window. It's down. It's so, like, I call him like, Hey, Ron Avis, I'm here to pick up Animal Crossing. And he's like, Oh, absolutely, dude. I'll, I'll be right Knock there. Three times and then go around the back and ask for Paco. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> he raises up the security gate like hands me the you know like the game and i'm like okay cool this this really does feel like i'm buying weed yeah. off some dude you know <laughs> wendy's the weirdest lot. thing like what <laughs> it is really weird it is the most bizarre feeling in the whole wide world you know because all the restaurants went to, yeah. to pick up only you know like if you order out you gotta you know pick it up and we had some gift cards first of all like our family would like, they would, for, for like three or four straight years, they'd give us Logan's gift cards and we don't eat at Logan's Steakhouse. So like, I don't know why they kept giving them to us. I think they just personally like Logan's and they were like, well, while we're here, we'll get you some gift cards. Here's, Here's a, a Christmas, Christmas present of convenience. So we're like, we're not, we don't be rude. You're like, oh, wow, thanks. Logan's again. Wow. So like, we're like sitting on like $400 <laughs> worth nice. of Logan's gift cards. <laughs> and, um. So we were like, well, maybe we should use these gift cards. And like, we call it like, I think they're closed. They might be wow. done. Logan's is out of the game. <laughs> we just so. packed it up and said no more. So like, nobody's eating at Logan's and like nobody's definitely eating at Logan's <laughs> during the coronavirus. So we call up uh, like Texas Roadhouse and they're like, yeah, yeah, like well, that's cool. So, you know, we order, we call them up, we place the order. And uh, we we get there, and it's like Chick Fil A, dude. You know, like when you go to Chick Fil A, and they got that well oiled yeah. machine. Even before I was like, they got a person standing out there with like a handheld device. They take your order, and they're like, "My pleasure." Nice. And you know, you walk, you you go through, and you give them the money, and they they're they're like, "We'll show you it's done, everybody." The world take notice, but like now, Texas Roadhouse is doing the Chick Fil A thing, and I'm like. This is so weird. This is the weirdest like reality that we're all living in. And we have we both have young kids and I want to just like say to them, "Hey, take like a moment to look around and remember yeah. what's happening cuz this is just like unprecedented what's happening right now." Hopefully this will never happen again and you'll you you may have kids one day and in in school they'll learn about this thing like the corona crisis and like everything that happened like just just pay attention cuz people are going to ask you about yeah, this yeah this is going to be a thing like people are going to talk like yeah you know it, when things were initial it was like you know I was kind of measuring this against you know like a 911 kind of thing for like you know how, what, yes it's as yeah, the closest like, thing i can think of honestly for how do i you know mentally and emotionally interpret this and i'm like it got to a point where i was like this has eclipsed even kind of just the the entirety of the 9-11 thing because it was like it was that event right and then there well we had just we had a terrorist organization yeah. that we could point to you know they took credit we knew i mean you know like that it's 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 tricky business for sure and you know you never really know but we had yeah. an enemy like now it's just like a germs yeah, right. <laughs> like that's war of the world like, type shit it's gonna and take us all out just just let's just be done with it i I instantly thought of coronavirus, but then I also thought of another thing that happened that's even before my time, and I'm older than you, but in the mid-70s, they had like this oil shortage, this oil crisis, 
and you couldn't get gas unless your license plate, like the la- like if you're depending on the, like the last digit of your license plate, that that was yeah. the day you could go and get gas, and then you know you could you know uh, go to the gas station and you'd kind of wait in a line. Kind of like you're doing at these yeah. restaurants where just everybody's in their car and you're waiting in line. It's just like, this is so weird. So anyway, with with movies and how things are going to go, like I, I just really don't. It, it's going to be really interesting because for a, I feel like here recently there's been a push to uh, like how can we bypass theaters and, you know, cut the middleman out and just go strictly yeah. digital like wh- what opportunities are there and people are like no 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 that'll never happen because there's always got to be theatrical runs and there's just too much money involved and you know it's just never going to happen but like now's the opportunity to see if you if you were one of those people that's been pushing for that kind of thing and you have like a solid model that you can present and and then make it work Here's your opening oh, totally. right here. Like, are we are we seeing the end of fiat theaters as we know it? I uh, it, it might be because as one of, one of the things that that I was that I started to get curious of, you know, we're moving all of these things that you know, and is, is a lot of these projects were either already completed or you know can be completed in the time because they're in post production. So it's like people right. can continue the editing right, right. and whatnot, and they'll be ready to go. But you know, right? Yeah, like Ghostbusters. I mean, I'm sure, like, like a lot of that's been re- like filmed. Exactly. Like actors have been so, filmed, and it's just, just, just effects. So are the, left. all of those that they're pushing back, they'll be ready to go when you know. And part, part of what I'm curious of in all that is with you know, does does it become a parking lot for for a minute when we when we return to things? You know, do do we kind of have mm-hmm. like this? this bull market and then a bear market where for, for a moment we just have all of these movies or are they, are they going to be able to cover, you know, will they, is, is the plan for all of this? Is it going to work out to where we don't really notice a gap because we're, I feel like we're going to hit up, you know, this isn't going to last for forever. No, we, but well, I, I no. don't know no, when, I don't, I don't know so at either. what point, you know, cause if, you know, if, if we've stopped, you know, if we stopped production, on, on new movies, you know, if that's halted and, mm. you know, and movies point, that were point, supposed yeah. to be starting production, you know, to, to mm-hmm. be, you know, slated for a particular schedule date somewhere out in the future, we're going to get to a point where in the interim, the movies that we don't push, you know, it's like the vast majority of stuff is just getting pushed out there. Like I, I what I'm yeah. curious of is, okay, by the time we hit July, because if we're moving everything that's was supposed to be coming out in July. If we hit July and August, and mm-hmm. all of these movies have already been re- pushed to November and December, and by the time you get right. to July, August, uh, and September, you know, are I, I guess you know with, with some of those, will there just will there just be a gap? I mean, will like when theaters start to reopen, will they have stuff that they can actually show, or are they going to show? Because I know in China, they started opening up a bunch of theaters. I mean, very sparsely populated because, right. you know, either there weren't enough people that w- wanted to go to the movies or people were just, you know, too afraid to go to the movies because uh, we don't know if right. can I get sick again, all that business. But then they're like, right. What, right. You know, we don't know. What are, what are we going to show? We don't, we don't have movies to show because they're, you know, they're pushing everything out. We can't just say, well, we're good now. Can you send us James Bond? No, <laughs> you, you don't have it. So, 
is there going to yeah. be, you know, a two to three month gap you come fall, you know, or, or, or is what we already had slated for fall that they're not going to move? Is that going to, you know, I, that, that was one of the things I was just curious of is like, okay, if we're moving all this stuff, you know, we're going to reach a point where we have nothing new to be able to release come July, August, September, because everything's everything that was slated for those months has been pushed out to the end of the year. And because we haven't started filming new stuff, I was just, that was one of the things I was curious of, like, will we hit, you know, how long will it take? Will it take a year? Because it feels like it's, I mean, like a year is probably before the movie industry, you know, as being a focal point for us, obviously with the podcast, before it really kind of, you know, you know, evens back out to what we're used to. And even with that, like you were saying, will it go back to a normal or will we have some kind of new yeah. hybrid where some movies get released you know, digitally, some movies get released in theaters, you know, cause with a lot of your smaller run stuff, if, you know, especially in the time when people are less likely to go to theaters is, you know, mm-hmm. not everything that comes out every week is a major blockbuster. And even with onward, right, that was a huge, right. di- that's a Disney Pixar. That's your summertime. Fair, you know, and yeah. That one wasn't doing well. So I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a very weird. It's, yeah, it's fascinating. It really, really. It's, it's going to be interesting to see yeah. how things play out. Because we will get back to normal. I feel like every, a lot of, um, there, there's there's tons of streaming yes. services that are like starting. You know, Disney just did their thing. Uh, Warner Brothers has HBO Max and everything. They're doing their thing. Uh, I think Paramount Pictures has like their yeah. own little thing going on. So um, I could totally see, we, we kind of we talked about this just like yeah. offline, you know, you and I. I could totally see like okay, Warner Brothers, for example, saying like okay, we we're we're releasing HBO Max, you know, like they, there was a a news, there's an article in the news saying like okay, we're we're gonna release some free content. A lot of, a lot of people are trying to do like yeah. their part to keep people in. They're like we're we're gonna release some free content, but let's just say like HBO Max, uh, for example, uh, is is providing their service for like ten dollars a month. Well, like why not? create a new tier of service like a new streaming service called like you know just hbo uh gold or platinum yeah. or theater whatever that gives you all of the uh streaming content that's out there but then also gives you access to movies like theatrical run movies for like a yeah. couple of months uh so like and then that'd be like an extra 10 15 like how how do these because they're just sitting yeah. on these movies Things are going to be really interesting when we get back to um, a new normal, because I think I think that's, and I think with with a lot of things, you know, obviously our main focus here is with movies, but I think you know with with a lot of things, you know, people are that's one of the things that you know people are up in the air about. They're they're unsure what is what does normal look like on the other side of all this and does normal look the same as it did before, you know, and when things are new, they can be exciting, but they can be, you know, kind of scary too. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of people are, um, that, that unsure, uh, quality of everything makes it just feel a little bit, uh, a little bit, makes you a little bit wary. I, I do hope that, um, that there are some significant successes in this. I mean, obviously I have enjoyed, um, the availability of, uh, of several movies. Um, I watched the, uh, uh, I was, I enjoyed getting to check out onward. 
uh, was a big fan of of Onward. There have been uh, a number of other movies. I watched uh, Downhill the other day, um, and despite the fact that it uh, is not rated very highly amongst uh, critics and uh, audience members on like Rotten Tomatoes, I I thought uh, I. I put down most of my thoughts on uh, in a in a post on on the Cinemasters website, but I thought I thought it was I thought it was a little unfairly criticized. I thought it was a horrible release date. It's not a Valentine's Day movie at all. It should not have been released on Valentine's Day, and so I think it suffered because of that. Um, and I think because people had the expectation that it was Will Ferrell and Julia Louis Dreyfus that it was just going to be a funny movie, and it's not really just a funny movie. It's a it's a very real movie. Uh, there's comedy in it, but there's also a lot of drama. And I think that people's expectations were just set at one place, and when they didn't meet that, um, and they never were going to, uh, that it was just uh, it was unfortunate. But uh, again, I mean, just the availability of getting to to watch Downhill. I mean, it came out on Valentine's Day, and I watched it the other day. So, I mean, a month and a half later, same thing with Sonic the Hedgehog. That one just came out <clears throat> this past Tuesday on digital release, and that's it was March thirty first. Came out on DVD or came out on uh, digital, and that one hit theaters on February fourteenth. So you're talking. A month and a half from theater to home so i mean some of it is the studios doing their their part to kind of help incentivize people to stay in incentivize people to you know keep putting whatever disposable income they have into the economy in in forms like that and it's it's uh you know anecdotally talking to uh my sister um you know they they watch sonic the hedgehog so <clears throat> um they they the my three-year-old niece ended up purchasing it twice for them, which I know that they were really appreciative of. Um, but getting to watch Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, 45 days after it was in theaters, that was a big deal. So several of the movies that were in theaters that were things like The Way Back, um, and even, I mean, yeah. even Downhill, I, I picked it up for $5 the other day. It came out digitally for 10 bucks, and I had yeah. a $5 Fandango coupon, so I got it for 5 bucks, and I'm like... I was I, I was I was on the fence at ten dollars because it hadn't received very high marks and um, you know the last couple of things that Will Ferrell's been in I you, I mean you know me I'm a huge Will Ferrell fan but the last couple of things as as much as it pains me to say the last couple of things he's been in have not been great yeah. um, and I, I think this I think downhill was very unfairly critiqued um, uh, I think I think the biggest thing was the it was a horrible release date. It never should have been released on Valentine's Day. That was the, probably the stupidest thing that they could have yeah. done with it. But I don't think they knew when to release it. Um, and you definitely mentioned that on the cinemastersoftheuniverse.com yes. website. People should go there yeah. right now while you're listening to us. You can read it and listen to it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> you can put us in yeah. your eyeballs. And we your can ears. overwhelm your senses. Because we're not doing the YouTube. This, You know what? I, I got to say, this is, this is the first ever podcast that I have done that has not simultaneously been a video. Like, See, we are, we're, we're trailblazers. We're blazing that trail. Glide the Glide Drexler. <laughs> hey, he's one of the uh, you know. I feel bad for Clyde because like Clyde looked fifty two yes. when he was like twenty three. He, uh, he's always had that old man <laughs> syndrome. Yeah, he kind of did. But you know, a great yeah. basketball player living in the shadow of he Michael. Was, Jordan he was one of those guys who was like he was good enough to be 
because um, he was on the All Star team, right? He or he was on the the Team USA, right? Oh yeah, so for he sure. was good enough sure, to be representing sure. the United States in a global fashion when it came to basketball. But it was just he, he was, was a dream teamer. teamer. But it yeah, was when yeah. I was like, it's hard because you're like, you know, when you're. Well, he wouldn't win a championships because of yes. one Michael Jordan. I mean, that's so. that's the you know when you get when you're like, oh, look at all these guys together. Like, oh, we got Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan, and we got all these really great guys. And there's like, and Clyde, like Clyde Drexler is like, hey, I'm here too, guys. They're like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> you're that's, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're, that's cool. you're good. You're good who, too. Are, who are you? Were you ever? Did you? Did were you in Space Jam and we just missed you? Because Muggsy Bogues was. Do you think Scotty Pippen tried to get into that movie? I, that's that's one of those things where it's like. The guys that they picked to be in that movie, I'm like, how, why how no Scotty Pippen? Make the shortlist for that. I mean, how is it makes no sense? Scott, I mean, you put Muggsy Bogues in, but not Sean Horace Grant Bradley? and Scotty Pippen. Where the fuck is John Paxson in this? Sean bitch? Bradley in the movie. What? <laughs> oh my god! Like he was just a cliche. Thank god, they at least got Patrick Ewing in there. That's Patrick, nuts. you have another dream about your crappy jump shot. <laughs> Hey, speaking of Charles Barkley, he was a teammate of Clyde the Glad Drexler yes, at one point in, uh, for the Houston Rockets. The round mound of rebounds. And Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen and Charles Barkley and Clyde Drexler were teammates at some point. Look at that. And they didn't Look even win that. a championship because they didn't have Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, but I digress. What were we talking we were about, talking, sir? We were talking, we were talking about, talking about, about Rona. the Rona. Rona. Yeah, the Rona. God, it's the like every day, like we send a message to each other, like Rona's fucked this up, Rona's screwed that up. That's not what this podcast is about. But we would like to address, you know, what what's happening with movies, and we're not, you know, things are going to be business as usual. We're not going to have a movies that we're looking forward to in theaters episode like we normally do. Uh, for like April, May, June, because guess what? For forever, forever. <laughs> I mean, maybe we could for like streaming or something. We could maybe improvise, call an audible, and do something for you. Movies guys. that I'm looking forward to next year now. Movies I'm looking forward to coming out on Netflix or Amazon Prime. <laughs> I mean, their their movies are coming out. I mean, you know, they're sp- they're still spinning the dough. Uh, they probably got some. But you right? you you they actually have- make a really really good point that I never thought of before. Is like with all these movies that are getting pushed into November, December, why not? I mean, what are they going to do with those movies that were ending November, December? Because they, 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 they slot these movies out so far in advance. There's already yeah. release dates. you got to account for that dead period that we're like, because they can't make movies right now. No. I mean, like Tom I mean, Hanks a- was making a uh, Elvis Presley movie, and he got coronavirus, and it was like one of the first... Yeah big eye-opening cases of like, holy shit, this is the real deal. Like, America's sweetheart, Tom Hanks, has coronavirus. And his, and his wife, Rita, Rita, Hank, Rita Wilson. <laughs> Not Rita Hanks. Uh, Rita Hanks. Yeah, Rita it's Hanks. Same but thing. yeah, when they got like corona and they were like, we're fine, we got coronavirus, we're quarantined, we're good. And like, don't you dare take, oh, don't, don't take Woody. <laughs> you can't take Woody. Uh, it, it was an eye-opener. But, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're not making movies right now. So there's going to be this, like, period of time where, like, they sh- where you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, in they're we're making movies now that were going to be released in 2021, 2022, whatever. Those movies have been pushed and delayed. Yeah. They're not happening now. So, like, do you take the movies that were going to happen end of 2020, early 2021, and you push them out to like late 2021, 20, like what's going to happen? This is insane. Or do you just dump it all out there on your streaming services, try to make the best of a bad situation, 
And uh, I, I feel like that's what's going to happen. Like, I think they can't, you can't have, it's like the economy, right? Like, you got to have some sort of money coming in. Yeah. The, movie, the movies that are out there that have been mostly made and are ready to go, they have to make money. Like, you can't just, like, release them all at the same time. Like, you can, but, like, you got to put a, there's got to be, like, some sort of service you, you apply it to. So it's going to be really interesting. And with Onward being on Disney Plus and The Way Back and, like, all these movies that are on VOD, you know, and, and you you are like the prime customer. Like you're you're renting these movies and watching them. So there's yeah. a, there's a there's a there's a market there. You couldn't see it in theaters, but you're willing to drop the twenty bucks to go see it on VOD. So like people are gonna see that and they're gonna go, okay, people like we don't have a theatrical release, but how? But but what? But here's the thing. They're, you're cutting into your pre physical release like that period of vod or you know there's like a two week period where they make their money on vod yeah and then exactly. the physical releases come out like you're nobody that that's not going to happen anymore like there's no vo two week vod period anymore well and because i i'm just as as we're talking about i'm, I'm looking at like because you know with uh, you know with releasing some of these things as early as they are too you know that you know we we have we have movies that were just in theaters mm-hmm. So if I'm if I'm looking at I'm looking at new movies and um, like what were movies you know, that were slated to come out like do you have do you have something open that you can look right now you know what? I think I'm gonna make this just an entire episode this is like the Cinemasters coronavirus episode yeah <laughs> and we'll you know like the fo- the episode following that will be our who played it better and then we'll have a yeah. feature you know presentation episode that we do where you know like I don't want to draw I don't I don't want to ruin that but we got some we got a fun topic for you guys. But yeah. th- this just ought to be like we're we're at the point now where this just be a whole entire episode. Um, it's it's a state it's a state of the cinematic union right now. <laughs> well said, sir. Well said. Yeah, look if, if you can look at movies that are slated to come out um, April and May. Like what what are some of those movies and like what's going to happen with those movies? Like we the big movies they've made announcements like getting pushed, getting pushed, getting pushed. But like, I mean, other than James Bond, what were the big movies that were supposed to be coming out April? Like, well, okay, Black Widow. Oh God, that reminds me. I read a story that was like floating around on the interwebs where like Black Widow, like they were kind of toying, they were batting around like a cat with a ball of yarn, like the idea, like, should we release Black Widow on Disney Plus? Did you see like that story that was kind of floating around? I hadn't seen that yet, but that would, that would be, that would be. Oh my god! That'd be pretty wild. That would be really wild. Um, and there were like articles on like Polygon and like you know uh, all of your typical you know movie related uh, websites that that pop up on my news feed. They're like their their stories like no you can't do that that that's too much like trolls is one thing but this is Black Widows this is the MCU you can't do that. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, wow, what a bold move that would be. <laughs> you actually like dropped Black Widow. But here's the thing. Black Widow is like Thor, right? It's yeah. MCU, but it's really like second, third tier MCU characters. Like, I'm excited to yeah. see it. I think it's gonna be good. And I oh, think yeah. in the Black Widow movies, like long overdue. And I'm like excited to see like David Harbour in it. And I like I really like him from like Stranger Things and other things like Hellboy, like which I actually haven't seen. But I think it was I think Hellboy looks like it would be okay. Um but it, it was it was passable. I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, you see um, of course you've seen it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I wanna see it. But you know, like I'm saying, you won't you won't be disappointed. It's it's hard because having Ron Perlman 
and the Guillermo del Toro mm-hmm. original, and then the you know the the sequel. I did I didn't. I mean, the sequel to the original was the same kind of thing. It was passable, but mm. oh, know, I they, loved they uh, the Golden Army. I thought that was really cool. <clears throat> I, I enjoyed. The, I mean, visually it was great. Mm. I I. I some of the, I mean, like losing David Hyde Pierce, I thought was it wasn't a yeah, huge blow to the cast. I, but I liked was, him. I liked him a lot. Like, yeah, there was there was a lot that he that I felt like he brought to the table. That William Hurt too. Fought. I think was William yeah. Hurt not in the second movie? Um, um, oh, what's yeah? I know who you're talking about. Well, um, he was the character that like adopted he his help. Dad. Yeah, he was like his dad. Yeah. All right. Um. But yeah, they. Uh, I didn't see the first the, Hellboy until after Golden Army, and I was like, "Wow, the first one's really good." That I okay, that would the, then that I would I could see that because I I saw the first one then the second one, mm. and it was one of those like, you know, it wasn't like, oh my goodness, they lost David Hyde Pierce, I can't bear to see the second <laughs> one. But it was after I saw it, I was like, not okay, Niles, come on. Of, there's enough of you've got enough of a hole there, you got enough of a. Um, of a blind spot that I it was just enough to like you know might take it from if it was gonna be an A now it's a B yeah you know it wasn't like oh this movie's unwatchable but it was like eh. and I think I think David Harbor couldn't quite nail mm. <clears throat> that same kind of uh, sarcasm and Ron you know, Perlman is Hellboy he's like wow yeah, I mean he's such he, a good, like so perfectly cast it really was a great casting there and. David Harbour did, I mean, did a heck of a job, yeah. you know, filling his shoes. But it was one of those, I, I think the other thing is, that, I mean, a part of David Harbour's charm is kind of just David Harbour as himself. So him done up in the Hellboy makeup. If you didn't know that was David Harbour, I don't think you'd say, oh, look, they got David Harbour right. to play He Hellboy. looked different than the Ron yeah. Perlman Hellboy, but not, you know, not not way different. But I I, I, I like did, David I Harbour. Like, the, like I thought that was a good casting oh, choice. Dude. When I heard that he was going to yeah. be Hellboy, I was like, that makes sense. I was I was okay with it. It was like, okay, I mean, it's going to be hard filling Ron Perlman. Yeah, too, but, you know, David Harbour's he's got he's got that kind of swag right now that you know he could really he could really pull that right. And they got Ian McShane to reprise the role from uh, oh, I cannot John Hurt, mm. uh, John Hurt who played um, uh, Hellboy's. Oh, is that who he is? Version. Okay, okay. Yeah, and so Ian McShane, you know that's that was a big get. Oh, I'm always like, okay. on board for some Ian McShane. Oh yeah, for sure. And so I mean, it, there I think I mean there was some stuff with the story that was a little wonky, and mm. I think it. I mean, I, I think the the fact that they they were really, were really banking pushing, on the hard R being. A yeah, big they were pushing for that yeah. big time. Mm. They pushed for that, and and it was when I was like, you know, it if, didn't need it. If you no, if you make a film and that's the film that it is, if you're like this movie exists as an R-rated film. Then you accept that. You say, okay, this is an R-rated film. Right. It's like it, when you get that studio, it's like, oh, we want it to be an R-rated film. We want it to be edgy. It's like, okay, well, now you're, you know, you're shooting for something that you're, tr- you know, like you can, you can try and, you know, kind of edge some of that into the script. But it's like, if the story you were going to tell was a PG-13 story, yeah. then making an R just gets to be gratuitous. And you're like, well, it just detracts from what we're trying to do here. So, well, it was like Logan yeah, it, too. Like Logan really opened yeah. the door. Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, like Hellboy doesn't need to be R-rated to be entertaining. No. You know, like they proved no. that with the uh, Garamond movies. Exactly. So anyway, well, I got a tangent. Mm, juicy tangent. Sorry, right. it's a good tangent. <laughs> Tangents, tasty bites. I don't even know where I was going, but uh, yeah, this is this. Oh, I was I was talking about like what's coming out in April. Yeah, April uh, May, and you get I think Fast and Furious was in that. 
uh, yeah, that one collection got of movies. Um, yeah, that one got pushed. Obviously, quickly. Bond was an April movie, I think. Uh, all of them for for a while got put. Well, I think Fast and Furious got pushed to 2021. Like Bond got pushed to like just a few months. You're like, oh, that's doable. Yeah. That's doable, November. But then I think Fast and Furious was like that first like 2021. You th- like you think 2021? It's already like early 2020. You're like, God, man, that sucks. I gotta wait like a whole damn year. Well, it was like I, I, as I'm looking at it. I mean, and the, you know, they've they've updated the 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 DVDs release dates dot com site that I use for a lot of my um, tracking for stuff. Right. They've updated as they've moved stuff, so it's it's not. Uh, it's not a snapshot of what it was, but uh, like I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, the movies, because they have, they break it down into DVD releases, digital releases, new movies that are coming to theaters. So looking at the new movies tab, that one does still have a snapshot of stuff that did open. So mm. like stuff that, you know, do little open January 17th. I can see that. Right. But like, we're getting to the point now where like, you know, stuff that was released in late February, early March, when all of this stuff started going, you know, sideways, all of this stuff is either already out in a digital capacity to watch mm-hmm. or is coming out in the next couple of weeks. And then like, then you get to a point where like, you know, cause uh, I'm just, I'm looking here. It's like, okay, February 14th, I mean, Valentine's day, you know, we had Sonic the Hedgehog downhill, the photograph fantasy Island. Right. Um, oh God. Fantasy Island. Yeah. I mean, and so, I mean, some of those, uh, you know, then you got the 21st, you had call the wild and Brahms, the boy too. Um, February 28th, you had The Invisible Man. Then March 6th, you had Onward, The Way Back. Right. You know, so, and so some of these are like, okay, we're getting into movies that were released in theaters at the end of February, beginning of March, when things started going sideways. Mm-hmm. And these are already out on video. Like, these are already out on digital, you know, down, I can either rent it or I can own it. And so with some of that, I'm like, okay, well... Doesn't that then mean that unless studios decide to start releasing some of these movies they already have that they're right now saying, okay, we're going to push this back. Yeah. Well, then by the time you get to mid-April, you have nothing new coming out on DVD. See, that's why I think there's going to be like a, a service is going to like a stream. There's an opportunity here. Like, there's gonna have somebody's gonna somebody's gonna figure something. Yeah. There, you, why not? Oh, like, why not make? Why not just create a streaming service? Tons of people are gonna subscribe to it because guess what? People are bored as fuck in at sitting at home and in the Amazon Prime. Like they got like the new like oh these are movies that are released in theaters. People are gonna rent these movies and they they're gonna make money. There's like oh yeah. That's the thing about capitalism. Like you 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 take one dying business like it just opens the door for like a new business model. And what what's gonna what's gonna kill Blockbuster? Like Netflix killed Blockbuster. Like what's gonna be the thing that kills theaters? Like there's there's an opportunity here. And I it just feels like, you know, we're we're nobody's saying anything because everybody's afraid. Like nobody wants to rock the boat and the status quo and like yeah. theater theater owners are already like upset. We're like, you know, rightfully so. Uh like it's like you got some like new like tons of new movie theaters that are open that are like you know, upgrading their, you know, like even old theaters have upgraded theaters to like, you know, premium seats and like, you know, like the reclining seat, like all that stuff. They can't, they can't just like go, Oh, that's fine. Release your movies on BOD. That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to push back obviously. But if you're like, if you're a, if you're a universal, you're a Warner brothers, if you're anybody, but Disney, you're, you're just looking for an upper hand, you know, like, 
when we did our episode last for the you know 2019 top movies of 2019 and you know like we're talking about like the movies that were i think early in the episode we were talking about the the highest grossing movies yeah, like top 8 10 of the 10 grossing, were yeah. like disney movies we're disney yep. if you're sitting there like fox well not fox obviously they're all about disney but if you're like warner brothers you're paramount you're universal you're you're already like what can i do to to jump ahead of disney this is this is like opportunity you're looking at. Like let's take let's take advantage of this shitty situation. So it's going to be really interesting. I, I feel like well, and I, I think I think you're I think you hit the the nail on the head with trolls because they and it feels like trolls was their was going to be their litmus test mm-hmm. from the time that the I article feel that way. Out. I like, really do because I think as like. Um, it, it was it was funny because like I would see I I followed I would you know because I'm sure your you know social media feeds are very similar to mine where yeah. more than social news I just get movie news right. that's oh, where yeah, it's nice because it's all collected kind of like I can subscribe to you know a hundred different movie news providers and get them all in one convenient yep, location for sure I don't care who you know I bought some blue pants today I don't care about that I <laughs> want to know what's happening come with on movies. now blue pants. <laughs> blue pants, what? Yeah. Oh my goodness! You gotta be kidding me! This is crazy. <laughs> no, oh, your these are khaki. These are blue. Oh, that's. It's like I try and part because like other people like it was like, hey, you're on social media. You should post pictures of your kids. You should do normal <laughs> stuff. It's like, all right, fine. Here's my kids. Do it. Oh, look at it. We I'm doing that, that too. Yeah, but yeah, but but you know, yeah, like it's, I got the variety. I've got for movie right news. exactly. So when and when they started, I was like, oh, trolls. We're gonna do trolls, and we're gonna do it in home." Because I was originally my my brother in law and sister, they have a theater room in their basement. We were gonna do, "Oh, well, hey, we'll do a cousins thing." And now we're like, we've we said, "Okay, I'll rent it here, and they'll rent it there." Like we're, you know, we're not even gonna get together to do it. Mm-hmm. So it was like that's they're doubling up on the revenue there. But it's like for families who have kids at home mm-hmm. who are you know bored to tears and losing their minds yep. and all this and that. It's like okay. If they were going to go out to the theaters to see it, you know, for me to take the kids to the theater, and even when I say, okay, we're just going to get popcorn, I'm not going to get candy, to get the three of us in the door for a matinee and to get, you know, get something to drink and some popcorn is $50. Easily $50. Easily. And so, and that's, I mean, that's me and two kids. That's not even like a, you know, a mom and a dad, you know, three, four, five kids. Oh my God, it's insane. It was like... It's it, it I'm like I remember growing up, like going to the movies. It was like, hey, what should we do tonight? What should we do this weekend? Oh, you want to go see that new movie? Yeah, let's go do that. It was just kind of a casual thing you could do. Yeah. And now it, it's oh, such, you got to donate plasma to see Frozen too. It's 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 <laughs> the price point. The price point on it is like, okay, this is an event. Yeah. You know, it's like it to, really to is. take the family to go, and we're gonna have to, you know, we're gonna get some popcorn. We'll get some snacks. It's like by the time you get in the door and you get your food and you get your seat. You know, if you got mom, dad, and three kids, it's you know eighty bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks you is know. a bargain. Yeah, so it's like twenty bucks to be able to watch this movie in house, and for forty eight hours, it's like okay, mm-hmm. I, I, I that's, watch I mean, it like again. The rental, yeah, <laughs> the ki- kids are going to watch it two, three, four times. But I think the beauty of it is, even as like everybody's going to rent it that first weekend, and then like when you get to the next weekend, and the kids want something to do. I think you're going to get a good enough amount of the population because there's. I don't think there's going to be you know substantial enough competition. Yeah, that they're going to rent it again. I think you're going to see people that rent this movie more than once. I think you're right because still at twenty bucks is like well we get it for the weekend the yeah. kids can you know it's like you know here's what we're doing if it's especially if the weather's crap and people can't go outside and go for walks or you know do stuff is like if we really are stuck inside with everybody yeah okay. 
and I know I know the flip side of that is like people are like studios are concerned about piracy and all that. Like it's just gonna make piracy easier. But that's what is that? Such a small percentage of people that even know how to do that. You know? Oh yeah. Mo- most people aren't and gonna do that. They've been complaining about piracy for you know more than a decade yeah. now. I mean, and anybody that anybody that can and knows how to do it is already doing it. Right. You know, you're not like, oh my gosh, did you hear about in the piracy news? There's a huge surge of new pirates. <laughs> yes, yes. No, there's not. No, not really. It's the same. It's the same two, one to two percent of people. <clears throat> yeah, and and I th- I think the thing is, is like I'm I'm looking at this. I'm like, by the time because April April 10th, April on this on this on this the website that I'm using, April 10th has trolls mm. as release, and then. The, the next release that it has, and probably just because it hasn't been moved yet, mm-hmm. is May 8th. Oh, my gosh. And it's a movie called The High Note. I don't even know what that which is. I have, I have no idea what it is. No idea what that is. And then after that, after, after that, you go to May 29th, mm. which is Artemis Fowl, a Disney movie oh, that I'm kind of interested well, in seeing. Oh, that's going to land on Disney Plus probably, right? That's that's <laughs> that's when I was like, okay, they, they've already moved this once. They did. They've moved that once already. You're right. So, And it's when I was like, I don't, I think it's, I mean, some of that to me it's says. It's been in the can for some time. Yeah. Like you've had this one and if you're already, if you're pushing onward out there, you know you're going to have to move this one again. I think it's going to go do a two week VOD exclusive deal like they did with Onward, and then put it on yep. Disney Plus. Exactly. Yeah. And the other one, then you got um, Irresistible, which I have no idea what that is. You got a guy, <laughs> I have no idea. You got half of a guy's head. Everything that a, yeah, any any blockbuster movies have already been pushed months. Yes. months. So I mean, like the what's what's going to be really interesting is honestly once we hit next weekend, um. With the stuff that is, I mean, by the time we hit mid-April, there will be, I don't think there will be anything coming out on digital release right. that's not already out. What's to say one of these like studios to say, okay, you know what? Yeah, we said we were going to push Fast and Furious, but uh, why don't we just go ahead and put it on VOD? Because nothing else is on VOD. Yeah. And then and- we'll release it in theaters if you for people who want to see it in theaters. And I think I think I think you're gonna I think you're gonna see that because if if you make if you make the market because I mean because right now I mean the ones that are rental only I mean like they have the Invisible Man, um, the Hunt, and I think one other one. Um, I don't I don't remember what most everything else that they've um, that they're releasing early they're releasing it for purchase. I think there's only like three maybe four movies that are purely theatrical rental ones right. right now. So they're pushing a lot of the stuff just out early. And I mean, it's it's not stuff that I think anybody was really, you know, like, oh, no, we can't. It's all the January and February stuff. If and Trolls not- does like $150 million in VOD sales in like a week, you're going to see some major movie. You're going to see other studios following. You're through. absolutely going to see that. You're absolutely going to see that. <laughs> because... Because there's gonna there's like they I mean obviously they can all absorb a lot of the financial loss because I mean yes I mean Disney you know they could eat they could eat the whole year they could not have another movie come out this year <laughs> Disney's not going under that's right that's true. Um, and the other major studios are gonna be just fine too I mean, they're Paramount. already eating the like leftovers and the scraps yeah. that Disney left behind anyway they're the ones so they're, that are I mean, gonna push the they're gonna push it they're gonna push things and they're gonna come out ahead and like they, yeah. Like just like that, Disney's going to be like, "Oh shit, we're going to have to do it too." So it, yeah, it's going to be mean, really interesting. And, and it'll, as, it'll, 
as nuts as all this situation is, I, and as, as in free fall as the movie business seems to be at this point, you're going to see some interesting things. Like, pay attention to what's happening with trolls and, you know, I mean, that that's the one. I really do. Like, I think, like, the trolls is going to go down in history. It's as bizarre as it sounds. It, it, it really will. It'll, it'll, be, it'll be the weirdest thing in the world, but it's like, Trolls World Tour will be this, <laughs> here, this is the movie that changed the industry. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be like... Um, Gremlins and was it Temple of Doom that that those were the two? Oh, the PG thirteen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like, it'll be a trivia question. It'll it will it'll be like what was the movie that changed the entire on demand video, you know, market? I was like, oh, Trouble and this World is actually Doer. not That's the one. first time something crazy like this happened. Remember the interview with, uh, yeah, uh, with Seth with Rogen, Rogen and, and, uh, and James and Franco? Franco. Right, that was that was kind of a big deal. And then the Sony leak happened, and they were like scared. Yep. And then so like they put it out on like VOD, and like even then, like people are like, "Whoa, this is bizarre. This movie is going to be in theaters, and now you can just rent it on like YouTube and shit." Uh, this is that times a thousand, a thousand. Because it's and like it, it sound it seems like to me. Based on what everybody's doing right now, and even even as I'm looking at this, Bill and Ted face the music August 21st. I'm like, oh, that one's mm. gonna get moved. Yeah, damn it, pushed. I was like, but it's it's when I was like, okay, you know, if that's really the case, because I mean, they moved Free Guy, and that's the beginning of July, mm. which I mean, that's I mean, that seems pretty fair based on you know, uh, e- even if people can start coming out of their homes by the end of May. You know, beginning of June. If that's when we can start, we can start pretending like things are going to get some kind of normal. Is then it's going to take months and months and months for you know things to feel like they did before. Like people are going to. Well, it's like, like you yeah, said you with the Chinese market. I mean, like they reopened theaters in China for yeah. like a day or two, and then they instantly like reclosed it because yeah, like, some okay, people no who point. had the virus got sick again. You're like, ooh, exactly. Ooh, so. There, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of just that. A lot of it is just the 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 mind game that's going to get played. So I'm like, okay, well, if we're, I mean, if you know, they're moving all this stuff out to October, November, December. I mean, that's the window right now. You know, maybe even maybe more, just like November, December. I mean, that's the window that they're moving stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, so if if I if don't they expect really to stay st- there, I really don't. It, it, yeah, I think that's the thing. It's like I think they're going to have to cave on that because if they don't, if they if they hold that line, and they say okay, no, you know, November is when we're going to start, you know, putting stuff back in theaters. I'm like, okay, so you're going to tell me like mid April until no, I mean, like you're talking like six seven months of no new movies, right. nothing coming out. Oh, and by the way, the economy is going to be fucked. <laughs> like by the yeah, time exactly. this shit, like who's going to have the disposable income? I mean, it's wow, it's yeah. going to be really crazy. It's like I mean, because that's that's gonna be that's gonna be part of it. Is we're gonna have it's like all right, hey people, yeah, get out of your homes, go go buy stuff, right. go be places. Yeah, we need you to do that because people need to go back to work. Yeah, we need we need all the kids at the movie theater. Yeah, you we got the kids stimulus at Logan checks. You know, like, come on, we got to pump that back into yeah. the economy. We got to get things going again. It's like I mean, I I I bought uh, like I was I was on the fence on Just Mercy with uh, Michael B. Jordan and uh, Jamie Foxx. Oh yeah, that looks yeah. I want to see that. I do. I was see like. That. It was like it looked good. One one of the things, one of the things, and I don't know if it's if if Voodoo just caught it and they corrected it or what the deal was, but for the longest time, because I I I love their disc plus digital. Oh yeah, that I, whole I like that too. I I benefit. Oh, it's <laughs> one of my favorite things yeah. for the longest time because because I'm I'm 
I'm up on these things and I'm always waiting for stuff to come out and I'll buy stuff as, as soon as I can. In a lot of instances, I'll budget for it and say, all right, this comes out on Tuesday. Bam. As soon as I can get it, man, I'm, I'm jumping on that for things that haven't come out yet. When you do the disc plus digital, there was never shipping on it. Mm. Um, it would always ship from Walmart, but it was it was like if it's nineteen ninety nine, it would be like you're going to the store buying the DVD. It'd be twenty one nineteen. Yeah. The last and it's funny because I don't remember what the I think it was the current war they didn't do it to me, mm. but on Sonic and on um, on Just Mercy they added the five ninety nine uh, shipping charge on it. Oh, and I was like, oh, ooh, ooh. I was like, that's kind of interesting. You guys weren't that's doing that significant, before. Like, yeah. yeah come on now, it's six bucks, and it's like okay. It, it was going back and forth. It's like okay, is six bucks going to keep me from wanting to watch this movie? You know, a eh, movie I'm like fine. Sonic, I'll, you're like okay, but a movie like Just yeah. Mercy, you're like, <laughs> it, it, you know, it is. It's like, huh. Eh. And so I just, I rationalized like, well, there's a lot of new stuff that comes out that's $22.99 or $24.99. So whatever I'm, I, you know, I'm going to try and keep stimulate. This is the, this is the portion of the economy that I, you know, do my best to stimulate in, in whatever ways I can. So <laughs> I'll I'm keep still trying movies. to stimulate as best I can too. <clears throat> so, uh, so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll buy this one, you know, throw, throw whatever I can at, at those guys. Cause obviously they're, you know, deeply in need of my money. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's such a worthwhile cause, but uh, it was, it's it's I'm Jamie Foxx it needs like, your dollars. He does. He's I mean, he was in prison. You <laughs> he's dating he's in Katie like, Holmes right now, or he was. I don't know shit. The, he was. Know. It's over. And I like shit. No, I heard news God, of that. Man, like, I'm like so behind on like, celebrity gossip. I was like, what? when were they a thing? <laughs> they were I, like a thing for a while, right? And I was like, what did? How did this? I'm like. I don't I don't pay attention to a lot of the celebrity it's, gossip stuff. Jesus but it's still on the radar most of the time. Anyway. And I'm just like, wow, these guys were they were a thing for I was like years, like two or I three years. I feel like that was the case, yeah. And I'm just like when they're like, Oh, they've split and I was like, I had no idea they even knew You're each like, other. Holy shit, it's it's like, Dawson's Creek and the Jamie Foxx show. Wow. Like, what is happening? If this here? were the nineties, this would be like, whoa. <laughs> It was like okay, this what we had here is we you know we had the Dawson's Creek was on, mm-hmm. um, on the WB mm-hmm. network. Yep, and we had Jamie Fox was on. Um, was that? That was, was still that Fox. UPN? That was Fox. Was, I okay. think so. I thought it was on UPN because yeah, I was going to make a point. I was like, oh, when UPN and uh, <laughs> and uh, Warner Brothers came together, they it was made like the satellite CW. networks. That's when like, it hey, <laughs> hey, but uh, but yeah, I just I, I like. There's this potential void that's going to happen from like mid-April mm. to whenever they start firing movies back up, right. and I think, I think, I think if Trolls World Tour does well, I think you're going to see a lot of studios are going to have to backpedal and say, "All right, we got to let's start picking the low-hanging fruit, and these are the ones we're going to throw out there at people." And it, you know, just Trolls is going to Trolls is going to clean up. I'm telling you, yeah, Trolls is going to clean up. It's it's not going to be a fair indicator of like what's out there, like what the future holds, because it's going to be the only thing. Com- like, there's no competition yeah. for trolls. It's out. It's the only one that's doing this. People are like, oh, and I think like people are mad at trolls. Like, oh gosh, Universal. Like, well, how dare you or whoever's putting this movie out? It's Universal, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, I'm sure like theater owners are very upset with this. Like, it it's a risk. Like they they could do they could potentially do damage, you know, to their future relationships with these. Theater chains, but I, I think I think movie theaters are just going to have to swallow this pill, and they're going to have to try and really ramp it up as far as like mov- movie like theater experiences might just be a boutique thing in the future. 
You know, like it, it could be like it, it's starting to feel like yeah, it. it could just be like a major thing in the summertime and in the in the holiday seasons, but uh, in those off seasons, you know, there's really nothing there. So well, okay, because I what what I think will be interesting will be to see how the studios, you know, if they if they say okay, well, you know, in the short term, if this damages our relationship with theaters, yeah, we forego X number of you know, of dollars. But in the long term, if we own this entire delivery operation, if we don't, you know, if we don't have to play this game of this comes out in theaters for this long and, you know, because I mean, with, you know, with the big releases, well, that's they, like a three I mean, month window, right? That's kind of like yeah, the it's like unspoken it's 90 days. rule. You yep. know? It's gotta be three months. Gotta be three months. That gives you like he, your, your initial theater run. That gives you an opportunity for your dollar flicks to get their nut, <laughs> you know. Well, and it's, it's even, it was, I mean, because I remember when they did uh, The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi uh, was was doing, uh, they were kind of um, shaking some things up because they were, they were requiring studios to have a minimum run of it. Was it like eight weeks? Yeah. It was something like that because yeah. I know, I, I remember reading a lot of smaller theaters you know, in more rural areas, we're like, well, we're not, we're, we can't have Star Wars come to our theater. It's going to be on VV, because, like VOD and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like we have we have two screens at this theater in you know Podunkville, and we can't have Star Wars tie up one for two months. Right. And, you know, it's going to take you know three weeks for everybody in town to have seen the movie, and then we only have one screen that we can show movies on for the next month and a half. Yeah. So it's like even just it'll be interesting to see how studios are retooling things and experimenting with things because this is an unprecedented window they have. Yeah. And because I mean really too it's like I mean 2020 in a lot of ways I mean there's some stuff is just going to be a wash. Like if we really don't get new movies until November. Mm. It's like then we had January through, you know, March. It's not going to happen. It's it's no way it's going to happen. I don't think so. Uh, and like I mean how how does how I mean the Academy Awards next year Oh, they're going to be canceled, how, how, right? Is that, how, how, it's like, how is, how is that going to, I mean, you're Is Elizabeth Moss going to win Best Actress? And it's like, oh, <laughs> The Grudge wins Best Picture. <laughs> Blood, what, what is it? Bloodshot. <laughs> we'd like to give, we'd like to give, uh, Best Screenplay, Bloodshot, Bloodshot the Best Picture. <laughs> Vin Diesel might win an award for, you know, he might get Best Actor. I don't know. Uh, I tell you what, we we've kind of we've really gone on a major tangent, and this is a whole entire episode. This is the state of the Cinemasters Union, and I think yes. you know, like to wrap this up, let's. I've got what I did is I went ahead and pulled up our box office predictions for um, our previous um, what was it uh, like January to to March or December to March? Oh yeah, yeah. So like I thought maybe maybe as to to round out this show, let let's just re- revisit because it's the last one we're gonna have in a while. Let's just revisit who who was right, and and not like the, me. <laughs> no, no, no. You you did well. You did fine. You the Sonic the huge risk you took on Sonic kind of paid off. But so for those who don't remember, I'll I'll go ahead and list the movies that the uh, we we were each looking forward to, and uh, we were like let's let's guess the box office, and I think we also guessed like the total run, but that's kind of screwed right yeah. now. Yep. Okay. So movie number one. Um, and these aren't in these aren't in uh, order of release date necessarily. Uh, I just wrote these down in like the order of like I guess what we what we mentioned in the uh, that episode. So the first movie is the Last Measure. 
That is yeah. a war more movie um, starring who was in that? I don't. Even, <laughs> it was like a hodgepodge uh, cast. You know, it was like yeah, uh, Sam Jackson was in yeah, it. Sam Jackson um, was yep, he was in it. Um, there were there were a, a, a I think a, a a good number of names that you were like be William Plummer might have been. In, I don't know, but it was a movie that was it was like one of those like prestige type flicks. Yeah. Uh, so you you had guessed your your prediction for opening day. Uh, was seven million, uh, and my prediction for opening day box office was five million, and it actually made twelve dollars, <laughs> one million dollars. <laughs> That's pretty sad. That's pretty bad. Yeah, even even as I was hearing you read back seven, I was sitting here like. You know, it's not, and it's not even necessarily like you know. Oh, hindsight is twenty twenty. I'm sitting here thinking, like, why did I think that movie was going to make seven million dollars? I didn't even watch it. No, I didn't watch it. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I don't even, I don't even know where it was available to watch. Oh no, man, I remember seeing it in theaters. It just kind of came. I was like, okay, I'm really excited about this movie coming to theaters. If it comes to theaters, I don't know what's gonna. It's gone. I was like, oh, did people actually go see this? Do we know who they are? Because <laughs> we think it came out. I'm not. We can't confirm nor deny that that movie was actually released. But it made a million dollars. It made a million dollars. It's like the Pet Rock. The guy made a million dollars. So we'll we'll just say that I won that round. <laughs> that was a fail. Yeah. Okay. Movie number you, two. You failed less than I did. I failed less than you did. Yeah. Five million was was a little uh, bit much. Even <laughs> I, I overshot it. You, you, you were just million. you were reveling in my optimism. <laughs> okay, so bad boys for life. Um, I guessed thirty two million. I, I was I was predicting a hit. You predicted twenty million. You you were conceding that it may be uh, a modest hit. You you were really went big on Doolittle. That that was the movie that you were like Doolittle is going to be the champion. I put my money on Doolittle. Yeah. So the actual bot, uh, opening um, box office on that movie was fifty nine million. So I I underestimated that movie. Uh, I guess thirty two million. It made fifty nine million, but like it. I rightfully underestimated. You're right. <laughs> and I, I saw it. I went, I contributed to that opening box. I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. That was a, that was a very good, uh, you know. It was a it was a fine third entry into the franchise. <laughs> I thought Martin Lawrence played that pretty well. I did like Will Smith. Will I, there be a fourth? Do you think? Oh, there's absolutely going to be a fourth. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Um. So so I'm I'm I think I won that one too. Okay. So yes, you did. <laughs> third movie. So that's that's two losses for me right there. <laughs> I'm zero and two. You're you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna hit a stride though. Okay. Is Birds of Prey next? Because I uh... <laughs> not yet, not yet. Okay, good. Uh, Doolittle is the next movie. <laughs> Rolling, we'll just, we'll just move on. So, but we'll just... but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I really thought it was gonna bomb. Okay, so I estimated twelve million, and you you had a lot more faith in it, but not like a I ton did. of faith. You said twenty five million. So in the long run. Uh, Doolittle made. Wait a minute, where's it? Oh, it made twenty two million. So you were like right on it. So you won that round. I, I, the, I, I, I mean, you it. overshot it, but you were closer. I did. You were closer. I, uh, like, I really uh, thought, fuck this right movie. Closer. This movie's not gonna do well. <laughs> it was, uh, and I think, I think it would have done better. Yeah. 
if Robert Downey Jr. hadn't done what he admitted to be his idea of a Welsh accent. Because <laughs> the entire movie, I'm sitting there watching, it was like, yeah, that was a, in a accent? lot of the reviews. Like, oh, interesting accent. <laughs> I was like, what is it? Who who is he? Why is he talking like this? I don't know. I, don't I was know. like, and I watch a lot of movies. Did you see Doolittle? Did you go see it? I did. Okay, I didn't see it in theaters. I I, I watched it at home. Yeah. Um, Honestly, like, what did you oh. think of the movie? Was it was it okay? Uh, I I I enjoyed. It. I mean, I, it, the the biggest detractor for me was just the accent. The whole time I'm sitting here, is like, what is that voice? <laughs> Why? Why are you? Do- if he was just Robert Downey Jr., just doing, just being Robert Downey Jr., because that was what fine. I was kind of banking on. Yeah, because he sometimes like, like, he okay. does English a bit sometimes in his movies. I, mean, I feel like he, he does I mean, kind of go there. He did Sherlock and Sherlock. I mean, he True. was fine as Sherlock oh, for sure, for sure, for Sherlock. And so I was like, okay, he <laughs> he has yeah. It's like you have the capability, but the whole time I'm sitting here, was like, I cannot place this accent. Mm. And I was like, and I know a lot of accents. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely cannot place you. It. And I was you like, spent a lot of was, time trying to to to, oh. to perfect those accents on your own. But like I watched, I tried watching with the kids, and the, I mean, it, it didn't hold their. Eh, it didn't hold I their. I I thought I thought it was. I mean, it's a fun enough story. Yeah. I mean, it's when I was like, at this point, if I was going to tell people to watch it, I would say, it wait for it to come to a streaming service that you already paid for, sure, so sure. you're not you know putting any more money right. out of pocket. But um, it's it's not like it's you know not worth anybody's time. It's just I wouldn't pay for it. So Eddie Murphy's still the king of the Doolittles. Okay, fourth movie. <clears throat> fourth. I would say Rex Harrison <laughs> is the king of the Doolittles. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to go back to the original. Fair enough. Fourth movie, The Gentleman, a movie that you really liked a lot. Oh, I love that movie. Really liked I it love a lot. That movie. And we were both pretty, pretty like up for this movie. Um, yeah. So, but I had, I didn't have a lot of faith in it just because of, I, I just, a lot of the, um, a lot of those movies aren't gigantic box office successes. No, they're not. Um, so, you know, I, I said, I want it to be, but I know it's, it's not. Yeah. So I, I said six million and you said eight million. So there wasn't a huge difference in uh in like the guesses. It actually made eleven million. So again, oh, very nice. Again, Excellent. it exceeded both of our expectations. And Good. Uh, you came out winner once again. So we were like two and two. I told you you were gonna make a run. Okay. Yes. Next movie was the rhythm section. That was a movie that you had pointed oh, out. Oh yeah. I still want to see it. I haven't seen it yet. It looks interesting enough, and it's uh, oh gosh, what's it? it's Johnny Depp's uh, old uh, girlfriend, right? Um, uh, as the star of it, yeah, that's uh, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, Blake Lively. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so she, so that was her movie, and uh, so I guessed four million, and you also guessed four million. And that might have been around the time that Jack the podcast dog was like barking, and we were just like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just some millions. It'll make some money, I think, probably. But here's the 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 the, the fact is, it made two point seven million opening weekend. So that's just a tie because we both said four. Yes, we, because we guessed the same number. Because <laughs> because I phoned that one in. <laughs> we both did. <laughs> All right, so the next the next really movie of intrigue of interest is Birds of Prey. I thought it looked like it was going to be a pretty big hit. Um, I was like, okay, you know what? I thought I thought okay, you got Margot Robbie. She's reprising her Harley Quinn. A lot of people thought Harley Quinn was maybe the most interesting part of the Suicide Squad. Uh, this 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 seemed like a home run. You had Ewan McGregor. I guessed fifty million. Rosie Perez. Yes. Yes. Don't forget Rosie. You, in a moment, in a lapse of judgment, like, 
you 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 guess sixty five million. There we even go. Even though yep. you know that like the Warner Brothers, I bet like, the farm the, on the a Warner DC Brothers DC movie like, not to be trusted. I was like, you know what? Here, I'm going to give you guys the benefit of the doubt. You totally. Can I think see you've it. actually done you, something. You tried to jump me on that one. <laughs> no, this one's going straight to the top, baby. Yeah, straight we both, to the top. We both this one. missed on this one, but I missed closer. <laughs> like it made thirty three million, and was really like a big, pretty big disappointment. Lowest grossing DC movie, and uh, I, it's surprising. And I think a large part of it was like marketing. Marketing was kind of weird. Uh, they tried to change the name of the movie like after the opening weekend. Desperately, yeah, that's pretty bad. Because uh, like, why not just call it Harley Quinn for God's sakes? Like, why call it the stupid title they the, came that up with? big contrived weird oh name nobody God. knew. I was like, this is this is a joke that's not. Hitting, but here's guys. but here's the irony. It because of the VOD is a success. Because uh, a lot of people uh, rented that on VOD as one of those like early winners of this crazy new world we're living in. So even though I it got, was a I, huge disappointment, it it kind of came out to be a winner. So I I gotta say um, just as as a as slight tangent here, because uh, I believe in my best of 2019, if it wasn't in my list, which I think it was, I should probably I wasn't thinking I was gonna say this until just now. So, um, but uh, ready or not, I think was. Uh, on my top 10. Um, it was definitely my favorite horror movie of 2019, but Samara weaving mm-hmm. was the main female lead in that. And it's funny because oh, I've, ready or not was, was good. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah, and totally worth a watch. It, it's, uh, since then, like I watched, uh, a, a couple weeks ago, I watched the movie mayhem, which came out in 2017 featuring her and Steven Yen. Uh, I think, I don't know how you say it. He's, he was on the walking dead. Um, Oh, Glenn. Um, I have no. I don't watch. Oh, okay, that's Glenn. Yeah, I I think okay. So yeah, I enjoyed it. It was. I mean, it was one of those movies that nobody really saw. I reminded me of the Belco experiment. Yeah, and people confuse her for Marco Robbie all the time. After because I watched. So I watched. um, I loved Ready or Not. I watched Mayhem the other day. Then uh, I watched the other night. I watched uh, Guns Akimbo. Oh yeah, uh, the one with uh, Daniel Radcliffe, and she's in that. Oh okay. And I was sitting there, was like, you know. I know everybody loves Margot Robbie for this role, yeah. but after having seen Samara Weaving and all of, and she's going to be in the new Bill and Ted, she plays uh, Bill's That's right. daughter. That's right. Um, and she's she's kind of this rising star. I started writing about her. I probably I'll, I'll finish doing something with her because I, I I really like her and I really see her going places. She, like, she's she's she she's appealing. She's very appealing. Yeah, and I don't just mean got, that visually. That like she of, she's she's she has a way of her with her. Like I think. Yeah, she really she's. She, because because I think there was I think a lot of the critiques about Birds of Prey that came out was they took the character of Harley Quinn that everybody really loved and it wasn't that that the character in and of itself was this you know uh, wet blanket on the Me Too movement but it was it was this I think that they felt like we have this chance to make to really champion a female hero and I think they they just overshot that we're like we're gonna make her like this uh, feminist kind of hero because that was what I, I read a lot of stuff people were like. I didn't like the way that you changed this character yeah. because you like she was strong in and of herself from the suit. Like that's why everybody loved her in the Suicide Squad. It wasn't like oh she's too much of a you know just this you know dumb blonde. Oh she it was like no it was like it was it was kind of like when they brought Black Widow into the MCU. Mm-hmm. It's like you could tell that their intention was here we're going to put somebody in this. Here's some eye candy. Here's something to help you know fill a few extra seats. Like oh yeah we got to. 
uh, you know, we got this, uh, this, this, this lady. She's going to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to come see this lady. And then they realize, like, wait a minute, this is a really great character. We should probably actually write like a real role for her, right, and not just make right, her like, right, hey, right, come right. look at this. Why are so we like, jamming? You can do that. Oh, well, they, I wish they would have just done a Poison Ivy, uh, yeah, Harley Quinn movie because I mean, would have been great. It would have been fantastic. But yeah, I don't know. I still want to see it. I think it. I still think it looks interesting, and uh, I, I'll probably purchase it when it's available uh, on, uh, like you know, the 4K. I may catch it at some point. I watched. Yeah. I ended up watching Suicide Squad when it was available. <laughs> I still haven't watched uh, Fish Boy, but uh, Fish Boy, Fish Boy was seen. decent. I, I was surprised yeah, by Fish Boy. Anyways, so Birds of Prey, yeah. So like, I I won that just because I overshot less than you did, uh, which brings us to our other faith. controversial movie. Uh, Sonic. So I, I, so like you know, I, it's not that I didn't think Sonic was gonna do okay. I thought it like okay, here's a here's a movie geared towards kids, and movies geared, geared toward kids are typically gonna do okay as long as there's not like two or three yes. other movies geared toward kids released at the same time. So I thought, but I'm like at the same time, like there was the whole controversy of how shitty Sonic looked at, in the beginning. Yes, and there was a lot of stink on the project but they came back yeah. and they really did a great job all oh, they did a fantastic ma- job making there. him look the way he should so kudos to paramount uh so i i i thought 29 million which is i thought pretty good and like i wasn't yeah. trying to poo poo the movie necessarily but you you came out and said 80 million 80 million you know, dollars like, this is gonna be jurassic park this level blockbuster which to me was like this is ridiculous <laughs> This is it. Brace like, we yourselves. Got, we got James Marston <laughs> and Jim Carrey. We, we got, got Cyclops. We got, a, we got a pastest prime Jim Carrey that everybody thinks is pretty much a weirdo by now. It's like you, you had a lot of faith in this movie. And I'll, I'll give you credit. You you were more right than I was. So the movie opened at $57 million, but it that that's controversial in itself. Like That's the three-day traditional yes. Friday through Sunday. It came out on Valentine's Day weekend. So it, it was. So it was leading up to President's Day. Yeah. So right, and so you got like an extra day or two, and like I think that box office was closer to like fifty million, or maybe more. So it depends on who you want to go by. Like I, I think you should go by the three week, three day weekend. But in reality, like I think everybody's going to count like the whole entire holiday thing. So do you, do you know what that was? Because I didn't record that, but it it was good. Uh, it was good. Let me see here. It, it was like I want to say it was like in the close to close to seventy million. So and then that was our thing. I was like, well, if if you go by three day, it's fifty seven. So it's pretty close to the middle <laughs> between the two of us. Because like I said, pretty much twenty nine. You said eighty. But you know, I'm gonna give it to you because it it was yeah, more think, it was way more of a huge success than it was a mild success even though like it didn't make 80 million it it might as well have made 80 million cuz it really surprised a lot of people like it wasn't a bad movie like i i was i knew i was going to see it all along my kids were excited about seeing it it was the only like kid friendly thing coming out for a while so you know when we all went to see it and it was like you know what it's fine it's fine it's it's an okay movie it was it was what I needed it to be because I love Sonic growing up back in the day, and Sonic never really went away. Like there's still like a ton of Sonic cartoons, and they're still making the games. So I underestimated the property of Sonic. You you were more on that than I was. So I'm gonna give that that's a win for you. Yeah, they said this, the Hollywood Reporter goes the um, 
Paramount signed the Hedgehog made a loud boom at the President's Day box office with a three-day domestic opening of $58 million, a record for a video game adaptation. Mm. That's right. It beat, project- it beat Pikachu, yeah. Four-day gross of $70 million. Boom. So if you boom. include the full holiday weekend, it was... Uh, seventy million, but I'm I'm still okay with the fifty-seven, fifty-eight. Oh, that's 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 a triumph to me. Yeah, I was, I, and I was like, I I was happy too because there's there was a precedent in that where it's like there was so much backlash because of how crappy things oh look. He looked like a nightmare. Oh my god, it, it was, was a it damn was so, nightmare. Like when the, oh. the the post the when human the teeth first, and like oh god, the, like separated eyes. Oh, the people were not happy about the posters when the posters came out because no, they're like right. his legs look really muscular and they're like well, I don't know what's going. On. I was like, this is just weird. Yeah. And then the trailer came out and everybody's like, oh yeah, this looks really, really weird. Awful trailer. And so it's one of those like, there's a part of it that I like that the studio took into account, saying the the people have spoken and said we're not going to go see this piece of crap. If this is what you're going to put out on February 14th, we're not going to see this because yeah. this is just nightmare fuel. <laughs> I like the idea that the studio listened to people. They really did. They they listened to the internet. They listened to that vocal minority uh and and so like the internet won. They won one. That and that that was that was the part that I was like on the backhand of it like I was, I was happy about it because like they made it a much better movie. But at the same time, I was a little bit hesitant because I was like, I, I don't want to set a precedent here where if we just all collectively complain, that they'll just change movies on a whim. It's a slippery slope, like, is it not? Because <laughs> sometimes when people just say, this is stupid and ugly, right. it's like, well, you're stupid and ugly, yeah. and you don't know what you're talking about. You're, you're 1% of the population that thinks that. Yeah. So, so, it, so it, the it backlash was, it, was so overwhelming, they had to listen. Oh, my gosh. Was was Ben Schwartz the voice even when it looked weird? I'm not positive, because to me, I, to I, me, Sonic, and it may just be us looking at him, but it, I feel like his voice even seemed different in the new. It, like everything about it, like it, it all seemed so different yeah. at, when they released the new. I was like, okay, this is I, I could I would watch this movie. You know, like, we did an episode. We did a whole it. entire episode on like greatest trailers. That Sonic yes. trailer was one of the worst things I've ever seen. We should do we should do an episode <laughs> epically bad trailers. Yeah, we like really some of the should. worst trailers like, we've not because the original Sonic. How bad does the movie list. how bad does the trailer have to be for you to just totally discount? Like you should every movie should look good in the trailer. Yeah. You know, everyone, even in the bad movies, should look kinda interesting. Like yeah, that like that was a, ugh, God, I was just like no. Nope. Oh, like this is no no nope. no 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 thank you. Like I every every Jim Carrey this. scene they chose was like awful. And it's not like they reshot anything. They just recut the trailer and made Sonic yes. look better. And uh, I, I well, really I, enjoyed Jim Carrey in the movie. Uh, you, and that I was your prediction. Was, like, was, I think this could be a, I think this could be like kind of a comeback movie for him. And I think you're right. I was, think you were we got nineties Jim Carrey in that. We got nineties Jim Carrey. Yeah, we did, and I loved it. Yeah. And I mean, like so many. Of the, they let him. They let him be nineties Jim Carrey. And it was fantastic because for the longest time, I mean, most of the stuff that he was doing was just weird. You're just like, what is it? this dude is just Looney Tunes. Like, we're not going to get Ace Ventura 3 because yeah. this guy's just Looney Tunes. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, well, if he can come back and do like, you know, Jim, we love you as a comedian. I, and we'll go see you. The point of the movie where I realized they were like, let's just let Jim be Jim was the and it made it makes no sense in the movie, but he was in his little truck and he 
they they pull up that like green screen looking thing and he's like skiing and then he's like being chased yes. by a dinosaur like a none dinosaur. of this makes any sense but like like it's, well, i don't even know what this is and like what are you so doing perfectly he's Jim dancing Perry. and he's running away from a dinosaur <laughs> and then the guy interrupts him with a latte yes, yes. You're like i have no idea what's going on here this care, is just this is so much improv this is like yes this this is like the the after the end credits of like liar <laughs> yeah, this is like all right. Just let him go. They just made that. Just keep movie. keep filming and just let him and go. It, and it, you know what? That was a good choice. That was a good choice. It was a good choice. Yeah. So, anyways, so Sonic is a win for you. Okay, so three movies left. Onward is the next movie I got here. So I, I mean, it's a Pixar movie, so you have high expectations, and it's a Disney movie, yes. so even higher expectations. And I, I thought this movie would probably have similar similar success to Coco. Uh, cause it, it's, it's a first offering in a franchise and Pixar for the last three f- years or so has been really paying a lot of attention to their, you know, franchises, like their sequels. Yes. Sequels. So this is like the first time that in a while that they kind of like was trying to do something different. And I was like so happy because the last time they did that was like Coco and Coco was a really good movie, yeah. but it didn't, you know, set the world on fire blocks office wise. And even before that, you had like Inside Out, which kind of, you know, was a yep. huge hit. So I was really looking forward to seeing this. I, I thought 45 million seemed like pretty reasonable. Um, you had guessed 55 million, and it did even worse than that. It did 40 million. So like I was way closer. Uh, so that's a win for me. But Onward really suffered from the whole business. Like it, I don't want to say it really suffered, but it, su- it did suffer. Yeah. It, it did. It's like the it fir- it's the did. only movie on this list. No, no, second movie. This is the second movie. This is the first, I think, the first movie that really suffered from like the, you know, decreased theater box office attendance. Yeah. So anyway, so it's really hard to judge it. Uh, but I, you know, it had already been out for a couple of weeks, and I, most movies get a couple of weeks, and then you know that's the new movie comes out. Yeah, but with so, but with so onward there wasn't there never really got an opportunity. there was never no. a big bigger movie to come out. It's just the coronavirus happened. So yeah, it's just like oh everything shut down. <laughs> Sorry yeah. about your luck. Yeah, so like that that's a win for me. But uh, so like I think we're pretty much tied. Uh, the the last two movies. So like <laughs> like a boss was the movie that you mentioned. Like a boss. Yeah. So that I'm that still, has still Tiff, Tiffany that, Haddish so and Rose uh, Rose Byrne. Yeah. And Selma Hayek. And Selma Hayek. Which I thought looked pretty funny, but like it's it's similar yes. to the like last measure. I'm like, when did this come out? <laughs> did it come out? <laughs> Is this was this ever a thing? Yeah. Did people see this? You you had some you had some faith. You thought Tiffany Haddish had a little bit of juice. Uh, I, I so I said five million. No, wait. I, I'm sorry. I said six million. You said nine million. And according to my research, it made ten million. So you Ooh. you nailed that one. You were really close. Wow. You 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 got that one. I figured you were going to say like two. No, well, I I really I thought like, I it would, but you you were right. The Tiffany Haddish, you know, it's like it's like there there's just a group of people. There's like Kevin Smith movies. Like there's just certain people that are going to go see her and think she's in. And apparently that that amount equals ten million. <laughs> I've got my finger on the pulse of that community. You sure do. That's who I yeah I know Tiffany Haddish movies. Yes. So you're <laughs> if I've no, if there's anything you should know me for, it's it's my ability to predict the financial success of Tiffany Haddish movies. Right, right. If 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 like everybody wants to know like if if like an executive or a movie studio is like, I wonder if we should put Tiffany Haddish movie. Like what what can this movie make? Call Adam Peterson. Say here's Just the movie. We, here's the here's here's the movie we got. We got Tiffany Haddish. It's Tiffany Haddish vehicle. We also got Rose Byrne. We got Sam Hyde. Uh, here's the pitch. You're gonna go mm, twelve million. 
Boom. <laughs> You're like going to be so close. It's like a parlor trick. Yeah, it really is. Gather around, children. So keep in mind, you're, you you're well one ahead of me, and there's one film left to go. And it was a movie that I, I said that I, I would have seen. This is funny, too, because like, you actually saw this movie. So The Invisible Man was the final movie. Oh, yes. And I wasn't going to, but I and was convinced otherwise. I was not even thinking about this at the time, but apparently this is like part of the dark universe. Right. Yeah. Right. This, yeah, this is so like this were... technically like the second movie following the the Mummy movie from Tom Cruise. Yeah, because it was going to get a very different treatment. Yeah. Um, if the Mummy movie had done better. Well, the Invisible Man was supposed to be Johnny Depp, right? Like, yeah. It was going to be him. But so like this technically is like that dark universe realm of movie. It's it's the Invisible Man. So like that really, if I'd known that, I might have guessed a bit higher. But it had Elizabeth Moss in it. She was like the headlining star, and she's she's. A fant- like a fantastic actor, but her 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 realm is TV. Like that's that's where her draw comes mainly. Like she was she was she's in that uh, Mad Men, uh, The Handmaid's Tale. I mean, like yeah. The Handmaid's Tale, whatever. Like she she's like a big television draw, not a movie draw. But anyways, so I guessed five million, and you'd guess ten million, and it actually made twenty eight million dollars wow. in the box office because wow. uh, it got really good word of mouth. And it, it's the final movie that really that came out that was like a hit before the Rona. <laughs> the Rona. The Rona, and you'd gone to see it, so you were part of that twenty minutes. So like you, you're the yep, champion, man. You, you were too ahead of me. You, you of of the first time that we were predicting this, wow. like you actually came out ahead. And I just pulled a lot of that just out of nowhere. Well, I mean, you know, Except it's, it's anybody's Anderson. guess, right? The I mean, Tiffany honestly, stuff I knew. <laughs> you you took a chance on Tiffany and Sonic. And Elizabeth Moss, and you were server of the champion. So yeah, I congratulate I, you. You are the box office champion. Uh, I hope to get you in your dumb luck. <laughs> I hope to get you in the future. Uh, I, I am still proud of my bot bad boys for life win. I think that yes. was a, that was a bold move for me. And I, I, you know, because I mean, we're talking Will Smith. He was a hit with Aladdin, but that's a Disney property. He was coming off uh, what was the Gemini Man? Gemini Man, total flop. Big time flop, and I, I will I will I will concede because I have watched Spies in Disguise, mm. and I don't necessarily credit him solely. Um, I think Tom Holland did a great job in the movie, and Rashida Jones in the supporting cast. Um, but I I would openly recommend Spies in Disguise. It's a good I movie. Was, I, yeah, I thought it was a really good movie. Yeah, my my family watched it and liked it, and uh, I will credit Will Smith a lot because <laughs> I think he's very Will Smithy in the movie, and I think he helped. he's extremely Will Smithy. <laughs> but but Tom Holland, fantastic. I, yeah. I really loved his character. Uh, we'll have to talk about that movie some more in the future because, like, it it yeah. was it, it that movie had a lot more heart than I expected it to be, and uh, it, it was, really did. It's a DreamWorks movie. DreamWorks movies kind of have. I feel like they've fallen off a bit. They yeah, they used to be a big contender, but I feel like with Dis- I mean Disney Pixar, I think was always kind of the top dog. Um, and then Illumination, Illumination, I feel like his Illumination came out of nowhere. Yeah, they topped, they've really kind of they, they've toppled DreamWorks, I think, for that. Yeah, because DreamWorks for a while had like those, they had like Shrek and you know, Madagascar, yeah, they had Shrek, Madagascar, right. they had those those uh, properties that they were just kind of manufacturing, but stuff they kind of ran out, they really did. Yeah, like, they just that, that formula of getting like three or four big name actors and just sticking them in an anime, we kind of kind of started failing for them, so yeah. Anyway, uh, so that that's been our episode. This is a really interesting episode. It's sort of a like, well, we're we're back, guys. We're gonna start. Yep. We're gonna be producing more content. Uh, we're gonna we we got a new setup, 
we're we're not going to be here side by side doing the thing that we will get back to that eventually, hopefully one yes. day. But uh, one day. But we we want um, we we are um, it's it's kind of a big thing for us. Like we got the new website and we have our own feed now. Cinemasters of the Universe yeah. is no longer uh, freeloading off the uh, old Big Geek podcast feed. So. If you we moved out and got our own place. If you're listening to the Big Geek podcast feeds just purely for Cinemasters goodness, uh, you need to uh, follow us on the new feed. Which just do a search for Cinemasters of the Universe. You find us out there on all the podcast services: the Apple, the Googles, the Stitchers, and uh, just subscribe to us there, and you will get only Cinemasters of the Universe. You will no longer rich, delicious quality, mm, rich. Poured directly into your ears. Just nougaty cinemasters in the universe. Uh, so we we finally broken free of, <laughs> of the big geek. Uh, we're still like a big geek production. Like I I, I yes. like the umbrella, the idea. We're still going to be all on the same YouTube channel, but um, and we'll still have cross. We got we got cross. Oh yeah yeah. We got some crossover episodes planned with with Nick. Uh, we we got some we got some plans, but I mean things are just different now. Things are weird. Uh, yeah, but, the world is in flux. But Adam, you have made an investment. Uh, you you've upped your podcasting game. Yep. At your place, and we're gonna. the The good news of all this is the silver lining of even though we haven't had any episodes come out recently and things have been a little bit thrown out of whack. You're you're as a result of this, you're gonna get more episodes to the Masters. Yeah. Because we, we, we can, can just broadcast. hop on the horn now and just bang. We out can an do episode. it and whenever. Oh my gosh. So like we're not even beholden. We could bro- we could we could record early in the morning. If we would probably we could not a six AM podcast. Not necessarily gonna happen, but we could in theory do that. No, but we could. <laughs> it could happen. Yes. We could record an afternoon podcast. Mm, an afternoon delight just for your ears. Yes, an afternoon delight. <laughs> so uh, we'll uh, we'll see how this episode turns out. I, I have a feeling it's going to be just fine. And uh, we'll we'll get this in your ears as soon as possible. And uh, next episode is going to be more of your standard fare. We're going to do... Um, a uh, who played it better? We got a we got a fun episode planned out. That was going to be our next episode before all things went sideways. Uh, but we got a who played it better episode. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil what movies those are going to be. But they're uh, Adam has fucked me over once again. <laughs> <laughs> he is he is like to make it challenging. Yeah, he's taken he's once again taken an all time classic and challenged me to to recast the thing. Here you I, go. I feel like I'm up to do this time. movie. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then we're 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 highlighting. We've got a brand new something we do, an idea we toyed about before, but this yeah. is going to be a brand new kind of thing for yeah, us. Yeah, for the new feature presentation, the, the uh, we we got a new uh, idea of a segment, and it's it's honestly it's kind of a play on other segments we've done, but it's a new it's, it's a brand new. new. Yeah, it's brand new, completely different. It's the same old with a new coat of paint. <laughs> This is a whole new world. You'll, but you'll see what we're talking about. So you got that episode new fantastic coming, points coming of soon, coming pretty soon, soonish. <laughs> it depends on soonish. <laughs> so you got you got some fun stuff coming coming your way soon. And but once again, yeah, check out the new website, cinemastersoftheuniverse.com. And if the, if there's ever anything, because we are loyal to our fan base, mm. if there's ever anything that anybody wants us to talk about. If you want us to watch a crappy old movie and talk about mm. it, we'd probably do that. We'd do it anyway. So we might yeah, as well like, hey, make an episode we, about it. 
Would you guys watch the Miami Connection and then talk about it for me? I was like, yeah, I'd probably do that. I've watched the Miami Connection, I don't know, three yeah, or four, find five us, times. Find us on Twitter. Uh, t- Adam is available at Nighthawk Smash. And uh, I am usually out there as, uh, I mean, I have a Twitter, Ron Avis, just at Ron Avis. But I don't normally, I'm, I'm usually out there banging away on the BitGeek at BitGeek Podcast on that, tw- that that's where I usually spend the majority of my time. So you can find me there, uh, and you can find Adam at Nighthawk Smash. Uh, you can also find uh, you, you. You never know if uh, Tim Tim was what's his name AJ Miller, <laughs> TJ Miller, AJ Miller. He he might like a tweet from Nighthawk Smash. You he might. You, you He's liked know. tweets of mine before. And I Mario Lopez has liked mm, a tweet of mine before. And I, I I'm still high on the fact that Kevin Smith liked one of my tweets. Kevin Smith. Kevin freaking Smith. <laughs> So if, My goodness. if you're a fan of the Kevin Smith and the Kevin Smith VUS universe, first you should probably check out the episode that you, I, and the Matt Man, Matt Mercer, did. Ooh, I like that. Mm, yeah. We, we, did, did we actually come up with... Oh, you've got a nickname for me. I'll tell you what. We're not going to spoil it. We're going to save it for the next episode. Yes. We're going to titillate you. We're rolling out mm. a brand new nickname. I actually have a nickname. Like I've, I've been giving everyone else nicknames this whole two or three years that I've been doing podcasts. I actually have a nickname now, and I'm very excited to reveal that uh, in the next episode. So you have to tune in just, if nothing else, to to find out what my new nickname is. Uh, and that's courtesy of Adam Peterson, that do that can, man kids. to the north of your ears. The man to the north. Is just north of south. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you get to south and go a little bit north, you'll probably find you'll me. You'll definitely there. find you. You're there somewhere. Anyways, for this, Knowing for this very bizarre, very strange episode of the Universe, I've been one of your hosts. I've been your other host, Adam Peterson. We'll see you next time, hopefully. Join us. Hopefully. Join us. You must. To Join find us out, if nothing in else. the Rona cast. Mm, yes. That's we're going to rename it. Cinemasters of the Roma. <laughs> Cinemasters of the Rona. Of the Rona. Mm, yeah. See you next time.